yeah, I'm so excited to share briefly this morning on the theme of the great turnaround. Um, I love it. I love what you shared last week, Glenn, and excited to follow on from that. And yeah, as I was praying this week as to what to share, I really felt like God highlighted Matthew, the tax collector, um, come disciple to me. And it's a, yeah, it's maybe not an, a story you'd expect um, along these lines. And um, especially I want to highlight the part of where Jesus calls him. And it's all documented basically just in one verse um, in Matthew 9, 9. And Matthew's going about his day um, working in his tax collecting booth. And Jesus comes past and he simply calls Matthew to follow him. And I love the simplicity of it. Um, it just says Matthew got up and followed. And really that was, as Glenn mentioned last week, um, this thing of but God, that was Matthew's moment. Um, he was living a normal life um, in society, probably quite rich, doing well as a tax collector, um, not liked by many in the community. They were kind of counted among some of the greatest sinners or in kind of that group of society. Um, and yeah, but God, but Jesus, Jesus comes along and completely changes the trajectory of Matthew's life and yeah, moves through him in powerful ways. And I love it. I was watching it recently. There's this incredible, um, TV series called the chosen, which some of you guys may have heard of. Um, I'd recommend searching it up. It's a multi-series, um, yeah, show documenting the life of Jesus and his disciples. And there's this scene where Matthew, or Jesus calls Matthew. And I love it, like just um, the simplicity of it. Like Matthew can see Jesus for who he is, the son of God. And although he's got all these things, he's doing all these things in life. The simple answer is yes. It's like when we see Jesus, it's so easy to be simply obedient, you know. And that that really relates a lot to my story. And I'm just going to share a little bit about my story. And um, Glenn and I felt like it would be cool and encouraging maybe for some. And because, yeah, in some ways I relate to Matthew. Um, growing up, always was doing well in life, doing well in different things in school and sports. Um, and after school, I went to university. So I did um, a double degree or a conjoint degree in business and sport at AUT and really enjoyed it and did really well throughout the degrees and throughout my study. Um, I kind of mostly focused on the finance side. And by the end of uni, I'd had this awesome um, job placement at this investment advisory in downtown Auckland, had learned so much, um, had, yeah, really incredible opportunities from that. Um, when I finished, I graduated the top scholar, like I'd done super well in the degrees, got, yeah, real good grades. Um, and I had cool opportunities from that place, um, in the place that I worked, but even through some internship programs for maybe some, yeah, incredible jobs, um, in different places, New Zealand and even abroad potentially. So I had all these things kind of offered to me, but in the meantime, like while studying, whilst doing well, um, man, I was hungry for Jesus as well. Honestly, um, one thing we did at my old church is every Sunday night, we used to do these just worship encounter nights. Like there was no plan. We'd just show up a, a few of us, like honestly, most of the time, maybe just five to 10 of us. And we'll just um, go after Jesus. And there was, one guy that kind of facilitated it, um, Bob Scroggins, who's been a real kind of mentor and almost like another dad to me in my life, who also was the one looking after this house before me and um, kind of set this up for me and the guys that I'm staying with at the moment. Um, but Bob used to lead YWAM in New Zealand and um, throughout my time at uni, Bob would be 
um, constantly traveling around, meeting with diff different pastors and leaders across the nation, um, doing kind of life coaching, but also kind of pastoral work. And Bob's heart was just and is for revival in this nation, you know. And um, every week, you know, I'll be going through my life, doing studies. But then on Sunday night, Bob would share these stories of, man, God's doing this incredible thing in Invercargill or Gore or um, Masterton or wherever it is. And I was constantly hearing these reports of what God was doing. And it really stirred this faith and hunger in me um, for God to move in this nation. And that's something that God had always placed in me since I was young. And even whilst I was studying, I had this, this kind of deep Holy Spirit sense that um, I wasn't going to kind of live a normal life. You know, I wasn't going to be working a normal nine to five job, but I didn't know what that looked like. And I guess everything kind of culminated when I finished um, university, when I graduated and I had yeah big decisions to make. Um, should I go down this path of working in finance? Like I could get tons of money. I could be super successful. Um, or do I do something else? And I, I really prayed about it. And it's not like I had just this instant moment of, but God, but Jesus. But it kind of happened over a couple of months. But I really felt, just as Jesus called Matthew, I felt like Jesus was calling me. I felt this deep burning and conviction in my heart um, for for him and for him to move. I really resonate with the verse of the harvest is plentiful, but the labor is a few. And seeing that in New Zealand and across the globe, there's such a need for Jesus. Um, and the harvest is plentiful, but there's there's not enough people out there working in it. And I felt Jesus simply calling me, like, Michael, will you give me my your life? Uh, will you follow me? And so, yeah, like long story short, I turned away from the path that I was going on, kind of like Matthew did. And I just chose to follow Jesus. Um, asked him like, you know, whatever you've got for me, God, um, my answer is yes, you know? And so, yeah, I did a 180 and went and did, went to YWAM in Hawaii and did a six month DTS, which was life changing. And man, I learned and grew so much and I experienced some, some crazy things on my outreaches. Um, like some stories of, you know, we got to pray for multiple blind people, deaf people, mute people, um, and saw crazy healings. Like two of them, two of the blind people that I prayed for got completely healed, you know, and just seeing stuff like that in front of your eyes is, it's wild. Like it's crazy and things I'll never forget, you know? And then even coming home from YWAM, this was a couple of years ago, um, in the world's eyes, it could have been wise for me to work and pay off my student loan and um, keep going down that track, you know, but I still felt God, um, felt Jesus calling me, you know, come on, follow me, Michael. And so the last couple of years, as many of you guys will know, have really been living by faith and have been doing full-time ministry work with the single catalyst movement and really believing for God to move powerfully in New Zealand and specifically among young adults and through young adults. So we do tons of outreaches, tons of trainings and different things with young adults. And I absolutely love it. Like it's the best decision I've ever made, um, choosing to follow Jesus and yeah, man, but God, eh? but Jesus, um, let's follow him. And uh, just to finish, I really felt kind of just three points to leave you guys with. Um, first one is God is trustworthy. God is trustworthy, honestly. Um, classic verse, uh, Proverbs uh, 3, 5 to 6, you know, trust in the Lord with all your heart. Um, lean not on your own understanding, but in all your ways submit to him and he will make your path straight. And honestly, like, I know I'm young, but um, I've, in the last number of years, have taken enough kind of big faith risks to see um, that God is faithful. He's trustworthy. He can be trusted. 
um, if we submit all our ways to him, um, we can trust that if it's in line with his will, if it truly is God, if it is a God thing, like he will provide, he will make a way and he can be trusted, you know? Um, second one is, second point, nothing is wasted. Um, another verse I love, probably my favorite verse in the Bible, Romans eight twenty eight. you know, God works all things for good for those who love him and live according to his will. Um, and truly, like, like with Matthew, you know, he had all these skills in tax collect doing, you know, his tax collecting work. He was real detailed. Um, you know, he would have kept all the records for all the people and all those skills didn't suddenly, they weren't suddenly used when he followed Jesus. You know, Matthew, some would say became the scribe of the disciples and he wrote down all the things that happened. He wrote the book of Matthew, you know, his skills were still used even for me now. Um, all the things that I've done in the past, my studies in finance and other things, those haven't been wasted. God still used them in the work that I'm doing now, and I know he will use them. And so I want to encourage you guys, like anything from your past, um, any tough seasons, know that nothing's wasted. Like God will use all those things for you. Um, and then the final third point is my practical. Um, I really want to leave you guys with this question. Like what is God saying to you right now? And with that, what's one practical thing you can do in response to that? Um, for a couple of you guys, it could be a big thing. You could be right now in the midst of a but God moment, a great turnaround moment. He might be saying a big thing like, um, will you change jobs? Will you do this, do that? Um, so I want you to lean into that. What does that look like? But I know for the majority of you guys, um, you, you guys are incredible. We have such a cool church. Like you guys are living in God's will. And rather than a great turnaround, it might just be a minor adjustment. Um, and you know, sometimes just like if you're navigating a boat or a plane, those minor adjustments can make all the difference between, you know, landing at the airport or landing ages away or finding the island or not. Um, so yeah, what is that minor adjustment in your life? Um, what is one thing you need to do? Like, what is God saying? Maybe you need to reallocate your finances or... Um, catch up with a family member you've been meaning to, or reach out to that lost friend that God's been highlighting for ages. Um, what is that thing God's saying to you right now? Um, it might not be a, a great turnaround, but it might be something small, but whatever it is, let's submit all our ways to God because um, he's trustworthy. Um, let's continue to use the things we've learned like, in the past and things we've experienced because nothing is wasted. And let's be simply obedient to him, just like Matthew was. And just like, I guess I'm trying to be, you know, and know that he will continue to move through you guys. So yeah, thanks so much for hearing me out this morning, guys. Um, love you guys so much. It's been such a blessing being at church here um, this year. And just quickly, I just want to pray to finish. Um, so God, I thank you so much for C3 Eastern Suburbs, for this incredible church. Um, thank you that you're always moving, God, in the midst of lockdown and whatever our circumstances are. I just pray your blessing over them. Um, and if anything's come up, as I've shared God, from you, would you um, seal over that in their hearts, help them to process that, help them to take that to the right people and give them practical steps to move forward in that. And would we always be aware of those but God, but Jesus moments in our lives and be ready to simply obey and follow you. So God bless. Um, thank you guys for listening in.